Hi, welcome to the Two Tunes Podcast, where we make mistakes. I'm Bo. I'm Brandon. And we make mistakes. <laughs> yeah. This is... It's not really a mistake. It's just like that new interface thing. It's like, and plus we're using it for class. So everything's changing every mm-hmm. time. So I have to like go in and like set things. And apparently I don't do this beforehand. I don't do a sound check. I'm just doing it live. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Did I send you the TikTok of the doing it live thing? Somebody like no, but I'm played along to it. No. Oh, maybe. Yeah, somebody, somebody like you know those the ones the where drums people or piano stitch or whatever duet stitch duet. Oh, okay. <clears throat> where they see to me stitch would be like what a duet is. Like I get why it's duet because you're doing it at the same time. What's a stitch? Stitch is the one where you like you post your thing after their thing. Oh, okay. that's a stitch. So like yeah, which so also makes sense. You were adding on to their. So like they show a little so they bit of a duet. And then like, What's that's, up? A, that's a stitch, yeah. That's a stitch. And a duet is when at the same time. Because it's supposed to be Because you're duetting. Yes. Doing the same time. Which makes sense also. But stitch also to me makes sense as being Yeah. A thing. We're but, too old to be on TikTok. But you're, you're stitching <laughs> onto yeah. their It is funny. Post. I mean, it, this makes sense when you when you actually think about it, that what I'm about to say is that there's so many people on these apps mm-hmm. from all over the place and whatever. And it does make sense. Like I get that my algorithm is based, like I get a lot of music content yep. and cat and star Wars content from my friends that we send each other things. Th- and like, but I, but there's also like other things that are not, that are just like random that I get that then become like part of my thing. Cause I like them and I watch them and whatever. And then I'll go to like reference something to like other friends or like my students or whatever. And they're like, we don't even know a clue what that is. And I'm like, no, but it's like all over the place. And they're like, yeah, but like we have no idea what that is. And it is, it just, it's all over the place in your world. Yes, correct. But even if you go to like certain things, you're like, oh my god, this has been, this sound has been used a million, you know, millions of times. And you think everyone used it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, but it, but it, no, it's there's a subgroup of of folks, and like I just, I just sort of forget that because like the internet is makes the world smaller, but also not at the same time. Yes. So that's all. Yeah. TikToks, yeah. we could spend a whole. No, we couldn't. I don't know. <laughs> really, like maybe five minutes. Yeah. Hey, uh, somebody asked a question. <clears throat> yes, it was a great question. <clears throat> yeah. And I had. Uh, it was Larry the cable guy. Larry the hot dogs guy. <laughs> uh, I was glad I remembered it. Can you turn me up a little bit? I'm sorry. Like just headphones. Yes. Is that better? Looking at? Oh, sorry. Um, she yeah. turned it up real loud. Anyway, Larry Hot Dogs asked, uh, <coughs> "What are some of your favorite songs that start as start as the previous one ends?" Uh, we we should do that as an episode. Well, here's the thing: I have. Well, you have the answer. No, no, no. I'm not going to say what my answer. What, yeah, but so the, I have a song that I've been wanting to play for a while that mm-hmm. does that. It's it's technically two songs, like it's two tracks on the album, and they flow in, but they are meant to be essentially like long intro song so i will play one okay in a couple weeks as an example but i have another example of a group that we recently talked about um the dude my dude yeah the tired vibe song so their ep that has tired vibes on it has that the first track is like 50 seconds long yeah and is its own thing sort of it's very short but it really acts as lead-in into the second track mm-hmm. and it's a really good example of that it's one i like there are also like as soon as I read that prompt, I was like, "Oh, there's I. That's a thing I love. Like in yeah, general, yeah. I like that." Um, but now I can't think of any. 
<laughs> off the top of my head. And part of that is because like I just haven't <clears throat> been listening to albums. Yeah. Especially not like older ones. Like I'll go back to like certain tracks or like I have playlists and different things. So um like a lot of those are escaping me to think of specific. But that was one that I was I've been listening to that EP a lot over the last couple of weeks. So okay. there's there's a good example. We should do that as an episode. Yeah, well I've got the perfect So one. Larry the hot dog guy. Um Do we know who that is? I, I I'm I probably should, but I don't. Okay, because I I don't. Yeah. So Larry, if you want to identify yourself, um, do that. Or don't. I don't know. It's fine. In, in the in the Discord. Uh, speaking of Discord. Yeah. I speaking of also how old we are. Um, <clears throat> so. By the way, Larry joined Discord in 2017. Oh, and is now being active. Oh, Discord in general. Discord in general. I was like, not not our. <laughs> as soon as I said that, I was like, "Wait, we haven't been doing the podcast." No, they that long. they joined ours in uh, February. Okay. Um. So, uh, my fraternity, which we are in the same fraternity, yeah. but but my the Mansfield chapter. Yes. Um. They sent an invite in this like alumni group the other day. They're like, "Hey, you guys should join the Discord um, that we have." Um. We use it a ton for communication stuff and blah, blah, blah. Um, but you can join and you can get news on like what's happening or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, so I joined it. And it's it's bizarre to me that this is a, a thing that they use the way that they use it. Mm-hmm. Because I'm used to using it. Well, I'm used to using it for the podcast, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But other things like that, like a couple bands I follow and a couple things. And it's more like, I don't know, they're just using it all the time <laughs> so there's always notifications yeah it's basically they use it like a like a channeled group chat which which i guess makes sense in some ways because yeah. you can because then you can stick certain things over here they have a, a thing about quotes just like funny things that people say so there's yeah. like a channel there and then there's like a thing <clears> over here is it channels is that the word i'm looking for now that i'm really sounding old uh, yes does that make sense it's yes channel? okay but they, so they have one for that and they have one for like memes and they have one for what like which does kind of make sense because then it doesn't clog up yeah the group chat like if somebody's trying to yeah so like have I, a conversation I, I about comics like a lot in it yeah so like if they're posting memes yeah so like for them related. if they're like hey we got this concert coming up here's the thread for that you know let's talk about that here and then we'll stick the other stuff in the other places so it does actually kind of make sense mm-hmm. which it just was a thing that i was like i don't know it was a little bit like I don't know what the word is. Just like I felt, felt a little old, I guess. Oh yeah, we're not using it right at all. No, yeah. I'm I'm in too many because they also asked. They were like, "Hey, can you can everybody change their username to their fraternity nickname?" Did you guys have nicknames when you went through? Or was that just like? I think it was a you thing. Okay, I mean, I'm sure other chapters. I, I know. Like, I know. Like other there chapters are nicknames, it. but it wasn't like you're gonna have a nickname. Oh and no, this is you it. have an official. We have an official. Yeah, no. Nickname. I mean, technically, everyone. Except myself, maybe had a nickname. Okay. No, it's like a thing at our chapter. I mean, sometimes like, it was just their last name because they had a funny last name. Well, sure. Um, but anyway, so they were like, "Hey, can you change it to your nickname?" And mine, mine already is because my fraternity nickname is just my handle, like everywhere. Yeah. Um, but um, the one guy <laughs> responded. He was like, "So if I change my user, if I change it to that." Um, I also use Discord for like my DMA that I'm working on with my advisor. So you can, and they're and they're like, no, you can do it just yeah. in this profile, like like yeah. you're good. Um, but it just was funny. I was like, yes, yeah, us olds over here trying to. <laughs> but I also thought that was interesting that that guy's using it for his DMA work and stuff too. Yeah, I so mean, it's just cool. Just different ways you can use stuff, and um, 
you know, utilize it and stuff. And I know, like, I've used Slack before very briefly, and it's a similar kind of thing, too. Yeah. Just, like, different conversation threads and stuff. So the youths are actually using the, the technology for for good. I'll give them that. It makes me think of, like, this, the few group chats that I have with, like, different things, like with my AP friends or with, um, like, marching band or different stuff. I'm mm-hmm. like, man, this would be so much better in a lot of ways if we went to Slack or Discord instead of a text thread that just gets clogged with whatever yeah so anyway i joined a facebook group that apparently doesn't really exist because they decided to use canvas oh okay for my new master's class okay master's degree Mm. i got accepted yeah southern utah university go t-birds is that what they are (laughs) they're thunderbirds Thunderbirds? nice yeah which i'm just like i don't know it's kind of, I'm kind of weirded out by it. I don't know. By the Thunderbirds thing or just... No, no, no. Like, like the whole process. Yeah. Because A, it's so far away. And it's one of those universities that like puts a ton into advertising. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how real it is. I don't know. It's weird. It's freaky. Okay. Anyways. So what do we do here, Bo? We talk about two tunes. Yeah. Who's first? You're always first. Not, Not really. Always first. <laughs> You're we were, all, well, we've been doing two in a row. Yeah. Some, you, a lot you, of weeks, you have so. been first. I think we, we screwed this up technically. Because I think I was first the first time, which would be odd numbers. And then at some point we messed up, or I messed up. Uh-huh. And now we're starting with Yeah, you. you're always the keeper of the, the order. Yeah. So. Um, <clears throat> years right. ago. What? I said years ago. Like when we started? Yeah. Okay. So uh, my group this week is a group that has been around for 75 years. Those are some old dudes. <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I was having this conversation. So, so it's the, the group called the Four Freshmen. Were you aware of them at all before? Not at all. Okay. Um, so the Four Freshmen started in 1948 uh, when these four guys were freshmen at Butler University. They and, were merely freshmen. Yes. And, uh, which by the way is a, speaking of college and that song, that's a very popular college acapella tune because my college acapella group did a version of that song. Yeah. Anyway. So these guys were freshmen at Butler university and they were, I believe like instrumental majors, they were musicians and stuff and they wanted to like have a singing group and they're kind of inspired by barbershop, but Mm -hmm. also inspired by like big band writing Mm -hmm. and stuff. And that's kind of where their sound kind of came from is because they were arranging their vocals the way you would arrange horns, okay. which means you have your melody line mm-hmm. and then you just pick the cool notes of the chord to kind of go underneath and fairly close to that note mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to like, well, we're going to do root third, fifth, seventh. And it's like, no, there's probably no roots because the ninth is cooler. Yeah. You probably want the third and the seventh, but then wherever the melody gets, you that adjusts things as well. So maybe the melody's on the third, and then you put the ninth here, so there's like a little rub, or the flat nine or something. There's all these different things, but it's basically you're arranging it more very close harmony the way you would a saxophone. Where did you learn you that? Trombone. Where did I learn what? Where did you learn what you just told me? About them doing it or about... About that in general. What you just said. How did you learn that? <laughs> in jazz school. Okay. <laughs> So you went to jazz school. I went to jazz school. Okay. I have a degree in everything. In everything? Yeah. Okay. And this school is going to come up again in, in my okay. telling of information that about the four I want to learn. Okay. I can and teach I, you some basics in jazz, no, I wanna, jazz I, wanna, I, I got another, <laughs> like, hey, I just, I just started this 
master's program in music technology. Yeah. Awesome. Now maybe the next one might be like jazz arranging arranging. or just, I don't know. Okay. It'd be something. Well, I can teach you some basics if you want, but I want to take credit. I'll charge you. Let's, let's, <laughs> are you an are you an accredited college? I'll charge you an exorbitant. Yes, <laughs> I was going to make a joke, but I don't want to make a joke. Uh, I will charge you one thousand dollars per credit. One million dollars. <laughs> oh wait, that's Penn State. Yeah. Um, anyway, so uh, but that's that's kind of what they did. That that was their style. Um, and then the group has been continuous all of that time. Obviously, it's not the same original members because they would be very old they would be in their 90s i mean theoretically they could all still be alive and whatever but um basically as people you know sometimes like one person leaves and another person comes in so i think they're in their like 20 i don't know the exact numbers let's say like 25th iteration of the group um because it technically becomes like a new group every time there's somebody new mm-hmm. you know oh my joining. god look how old they are yeah um, and so like some of the guys were in it for a while and then there's been some people like if you, if you looked at like some sort of like timeline of like who's been in the group and stuff, mm-hmm. there'd be some where it's like a year and then somewhere it's like 20 years and 30 years and whatever. So, um, they've been, they've been going for a long time. What are you looking Go, up there? Their Wikipedia page. Okay. Oh my God. Bob Flanagan. Bob Flanagan. He has been in it the longest. Yes. He is one of the founders. Yes. How he, long was he in the group? Uh, until the nineties. Uh huh. And then they're like, dude, you're too old. Um, but he was out a little bit, like in 1990, maybe. Okay. Yeah, they are in uh, the, oh, where are you? Go down. Uh, the 27th. There we go. Oh, I was right. I, I That's what I was telling my students the other day is that they were in the 27th group, but um, I wasn't sure. Yeah, Bob Flanagan in it a long time. And then um, the next longest is the other Bob. Bob nope. Ferreira. Yeah. So uh, Bob is currently, st- Bob Ferreira is currently in the group still, mm-hmm. uh, 30 years. Um, yeah. So he, I think, briefly overlapped with yeah. Bob Flanagan, or maybe like that was like right around the time when they right switched at the over transition. Whatever. Yeah. Um, they were not, were they? <clears throat> were the two Bobs in at the same time? I mean, it looks like it on here because there's like an album that they would like overlap in i think maybe that's how it happened that was like the last album you know between 17 and group 17 and group 18 okay fair enough um but yeah so uh they've been going you know all this time um with with various changes and stuff um it's kind of interesting how they refer to the the voice parts and stuff like we would normally say like tenor one tenor two baritone bass something like that but they always say like first voice second voice third voice fourth or, or first second third fourth this is part. interesting because on here it's not that it's baritone vocals well first it, tenor, in certain spots tenor. it is when you look at the timeline thing it says first voice second voice third voice fourth voice but then in the other part it says like vocals but they i've heard it a couple different ways um but i just always thought that was kind of an interesting mm-hmm. way to put it um but that is also right like your the lead is always on top that's also a different thing from barbershop is that typically in barbershop harmony it's the second voice yeah, like it's the second tenor the that's lead. the lead, and then the the top voice is harmony above that. So, this is this is again very much like big band writing. You have the the you know like I'm I'm gonna equate it to saxophone like solely writing. Like the the lead alto has the melody, alto two has the next part. You know tenor one, tenor two, and then a lot of times you'll have something called like 
like you double the lead so like the berry player just plays the same as the alto just an octave below Mm -hmm. so it's really like four part writing and then you just stick that fifth voice down so these guys are doing essentially saxophone solely writing Mm -hmm. all the time so anyway so um i just had them at my school uh which is really cool i happen to be friends with two of the four freshmen um which two ryan and tommy so the current group is ryan howe tommy boynton um this is also top to bottom so ryan howe on the on the top voice on the Mm -hmm. lead voice uh tommy boynton on the second voice uh jake baldwin on third and bob Ferrer on the fourth part um and they have so bob as we said has been in the group for 30 years um tommy's been in the group for eight years and jake has been in it for three years and ryan's been in it for two years um and yeah so i I know tommy and ryan uh ryan i've known since college we went to mansfield university together for a couple years he's a couple years uh younger than me and then i left to go to school in iowa the jazz school i mentioned and while I was at that school, uh, we did different tours and different workshops and different things across the country. And one of the spots we went to a few times was um, around the Denver area. And one of the high schools we went to was Tommy's high school. And so I met Tommy then. And um, he told me he didn't come to one of our workshops because we did like a week-long workshop at one of the schools near him. And he said he did not come to one of those in the summer. But he remembers us when we did like touring and stuff at his school and then um when it was time for him to go to college that was he ended up going to the same college that i went to in iowa after i had left and while there he met ryan because then ryan went there and then so they went to school together there they eventually taught there together bounced around and stuff so that's kind of how they know each other that's how i know them as well um one of the things i found interesting so they so basically what they did they came in they performed and and talked with two of our choirs and three of our jazz bands and so kids asked different questions and they kind of just told some different things and one of the things i found interesting is that when they do have an opening they don't put out like a general all call yeah. audition thing it's a little bit more like word of mouth so it's like hey i know this person who's good we should bring them in and sort of audition them that way. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of how Jake got involved is that Tommy was in the group already and they needed um, somebody and mm-hmm. um, who could play. That's another thing about the group I should say is that they all do play their own instruments. That's kind of like always been a thing. Um, there's typically like a drummer, a bass player, a guitar player, and then some sort of horn player is typically how the how the group goes. So Jake was this great trumpet player, and Tommy's like, hey man, you can sing, right? <laughs> so come on in. Uh, and then when um, there was another opening, um, similar thing, Tommy knew of Ryan, you know, from going to school together, from teaching together, just being friends and stuff, and then brought him in, and, and it kind of worked. And, and one thing I thought was interesting that Bob said as well, which makes sense, but he was trying to impress upon this with the kids, is that like... Yes, it's great like that these people can sing and play and like do the thing, but what really gets you the gig is like your personality. Yeah. Like do do we like you? It's are the you hang. are you a good person? Are you a cool person? Yeah, it's the hang because most of what you do is not performing. <laughs> is sit you know? in a van. Sit in a van with each or other. or do these kind of things or whatever, you know, like just be yeah, whatever. So, um that was kind of cool. So anyway, that's a little bit of history, a little bit of other stuff. Uh, they're super cool guys. They're really great. Obviously, I've known Tommy and Ryan for a while, but but Jake and Bob were really awesome and 
really uh, friendly and, and personable with the kids, and the kids had a blast. And of course, the guys are just phenomenal musicians. So um, it was great to hear them, you know, just live from our band room, <laughs> which was which was cool. Um, and they just played like a bunch of different stuff um, from over the years, uh, including some new stuff, which I'm presenting today um, a new piece um, that they have. So I texted Tommy yesterday. And I was like, hey, man, I want to feature uh, your arrangement of Easy Living on the podcast. So can you tell me, like, was there specific inspiration for it or, like, what made you arrange that particular tune? I mean, it's a standard. A lot of their tunes are are jazz standards or from the Great American Songbook. Um, I also asked them how the partnership with the freshmen and uh, the, the instrumentalists came about because they're playing with this specific trio. Um, and then if there was anything else he wanted to say. So Tommy says that he was really inspired by Billy, Billy holiday and Clifford's Brown Clifford Brown's recordings of, um, easy living. Like those were his two main inspirations. Um, he said he loves the chords and, uh, and the lyrics of the tune in general. And the bridge is really amazing. Um, where they say about like, for you, you know, maybe I'm a fool, but it's fun. Kind of like that lyric in particular. Um, so folks should check out the the recording of Billie Holiday doing this tune because um, she's phenomenal. And then he sent me a very specific one from Decca. It's from the Decca singles 1945 to 1949. He said specifically this version, which has a great sax soli-ish moment uh, the second time through with the bridge. So that was kind of a thing that really inspired him on this arrangement. Do you know this tune, Easy, Easy Living? No. Okay. Again, it's like a standard, like if you sort of live more in the jazz world or the pop, quote unquote, traditional popular song thing, like mm-hmm. it pops up a lot. So with the um, Emmett Cohen, who's the piano player and sort of like band leader of the, the trio, and he's been doing these live streams uh, on in the internet and stuff for, for years from his place. I think it's just called like Live at Emmett's Place or whatever. And it's like literally just like his apartment and they do these like live performances and in fact the four freshmen just recently did one mm-hmm. at his place and it's, it's you can find it find it on youtube and stuff and facebook um and so anyway tommy said he was watching these during the, the during you know like the lockdown portion of quarantine and all that stuff and he said there was a video of um Sur- i never know how to say her name surreal may i think um she was doing um i've never been in love before and he was like oh yeah these guys are good and like I want to record with them basically. Um, okay. He says they were a trio for like 10 years until Russell left the group last year, sometime last year. So like they still do play together, but they're not specifically like this trio. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, he says then a few weeks later, um, a video of Patrick Bartley doing after you've gone came out and he was like, he just was like getting more sold on this idea of like, I need to record with those guys. Like they're so good. Um, and I want to like make this happen. So he said he got Emmett's number through a friend of a friend, texted him, got his email. He said he talked for a little bit and then like he said, Oh, he says we talked for like a day and then decided to do a record. So it's like, they just hit it off right away. And it's like, cool, this trio four freshmen, we're going to make it happen, which is kind of cool. Um, he said they did the trio session all together in Connecticut over two days. And he says it was totally effortless. He said a lot of work, obviously, but, but it's like super easy. Um, he said this was take two of the trio. And then Jake Solo was live with them, too. And great playing overall. I think we'll hear this when we hear it. It, it sounds like a live recording in yeah, a way. Yeah, the beginning, they're talking. Well, I just mean in general. Oh, yeah. the whole The whole album, I should say. It sounds... 
like it's obviously in a studio but it has that live yeah, yeah. sound to it sound quality and stuff too which i think is cool and he just says like great playing overall um we did vocals later so that there was no pressure during the connecticut session to be perfect vocally which that makes sense um just make sure the vibe and the tempos are right and then we recorded the vocals two months later in minneapolis um we did the vocals for easy living easy living first on the first day of the of the recording session but then after getting our flow with the rest of the record we decided to come back and do it again on the last day and really crushed it the entire back half including bob solo was all one take and was the last thing we did with the recording process which i was really proud of that so that's all from tommy about this recording so let's talk for like 15 minutes about this song and this group yeah but i had a lot of info he did i feel like that's lacking on some of our episodes sometimes 100 <laughs> percent. so we uh, when we first started we used to have like lots of info and lots of things and now this is helpful because i'm getting it straight from yeah one of the people involved but i think we're um yeah anyway anyways, we'll talk about <laughs> why we're lacking in things yeah because we're old and busy and yeah exhausted we have but, we have day jobs yeah and we're both now going to go back to school correct anyways like rodney dangerfield in that movie oh back to school <laughs> anyway here's your, here's the here's two. easy living nice little tasteful intro By the way, they did this for us the other day, and I was like, oh man, Tommy, like, that's so good. And when they did it the other day, it was just Tommy, so Tommy was playing guitar while he, while they were singing, Ryan was playing bass, Jake is playing trumpet, obviously, when he's not singing, and Bob did not play drum set, even though he normally does, he had a music stand and his brushes, and that was all he was doing, which was great. Can you hear some of that rub of like oh, the yeah. voices being right up against each other? Again, not a typical vocal style. I would want to make this sound like it. it I would want to make this sound older, like an older recording. Oh, you do want to? Okay. Yeah, some it, grain on it. It's, yeah, it's like it's really clean. Yeah. And I want that like uh, take off the highs and the lows, uh-huh. and like you know, basically yeah. make it sound like it's on vinyl. Sure. Get some crackle. Yeah. I love that part. The just don't understand part. It's easy living. It's easy to live when you're in love, and I'm so in do they just do like standards yeah okay yeah and they find some really obscure ones and have done over the years i mean like that's one of the things that kind of came up too is is like how do you so ryan actually put it really well like they consider themselves sort of like a or he said he sort of considers them like a repertory group Mm -hmm. like where you are doing the old stuff but you're also doing the new stuff, but in that same style and feel. What's the new stuff? So this is new. This is a new arrangement. 
Well, but it's an older song. Yes, right? but that's what I mean. But they're doing okay. new arrangements of still standards and other things. I mean, yeah, they yeah. may have some like more recent ones, but like, no, I get, I get. Um, but it's not like they're they're probably not going to cover Kesha or something. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like challenge accepted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of what I mean. By yeah, yeah. I, I understand. Yeah, Jake. By the way, great trumpet player. Um, For you. I started listening to some of his solo stuff too, which is really great. Maybe I'm a this fool, is Bob. but it's fun. People say you rule me with one wave of your hand, darling. It's grand. They just don't understand. And I liked that he put that "just don't understand" thing back in the, the four part. Like they did before in this crib. When you're in love, and I'm so in love, there's nothing in life but you. <laughs> makes me like i get the itch then to want to do that do it like singing a group like that and stuff <laughs> do it then i know what's stopping you besides I, time, besides day job podcast and now school. so they they mentioned that like occasionally they'll like have a guest singer like sing with them or whatever like ryan got to sing with them one time like mm-hmm. years before he was in the group mm-hmm. and i was like so i texted them after they left i was like i want to learn a couple charts so mm-hmm. that way I can like, not that I definitely will, but like, mm-hmm. if the opportunity arises, I yeah, yeah. and you're like, hey, you want to come sing? And I can go, yes, let's let's go easy living, like I or whatever tune it is mm-hmm. that like I just so that would be so fun, that'd be really cool. So, fingers crossed, knock on whatever particle board. fake particle board wood this is. Um, but yeah, they're just so good. And like I said, just super nice guys. Um, a couple like other little like interesting facts. So, um, one of the questions I think that I asked, or maybe one of the students asked, is like how often like do people so like when somebody leaves yeah let's say you're the third part and you leave Mm -hmm. do they just always hire a third part or how does that work and they said it kind of depends on like what some of the other people can do so bob has just always sung the fourth part since he's been in the group that's just he's got a lower voice you know what i mean he just sung that part but when tommy started eight years ago he was the lead he was the top voice Mm -hmm. and then when ryan joined two years ago Tommy had to bump down to he didn't have to but he bumped down to the second part for mm-hmm. a couple reasons one he like Ryan is more of a lead person um and that's this is like Tommy's words and he was also like I just want to sing the harmony <laughs> like I yeah, want to yeah. sing like I that's the cooler part to him is is the other stuff you know the melody's great but like he he's a real harmony based mm-hmm. guy so he wanted you know he wanted that um but that's happened a few times with some different stuff another interesting thing about Tommy uh when he joined the group again like 8 years ago his third ever gig was a live performance that was going on record and I have that on vinyl. I got it when I, I saw them about six years ago or whatever, and I got it. And, yeah, he was like, yeah, that was my third gig ever. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, dude. 
that's so crazy like your third thing is a live record like that's that's really cool so anyway they're they're just really phenomenal uh i would suggest people go back they've got a ton of albums ton of stuff out there like go listen um you were ragging on me because i posted a picture the other day of having several copies of a particular oh, yeah, high yeah. album i have like four copies of the four freshmen and five saxophones record <laughs> um freshman records to me there's a few different groups the high is kind of like that but the freshman is, is one of those groups that like anytime i see one of their records and it's reasonably reasonably priced i'll just get it just because just because i like them a lot um i also have a similar thing um the PM singers, uh, which is related to the school. I went to this guy, Phil Matson, who started that school. He had a school back in the eighties and had this group called the PM singers and they did two albums and one of them was Grammy nominated, but that's all they had is these two albums. But anytime I see any copy of it, I will buy it. So I have like eight copies of both of those albums. I did that each. with uh, the spawn number one. Okay. Comic book. Yeah. I just buy it like every copy. Okay. So I have like 20 copies of okay. that. You're going to sell any? eventually okay get them graded and gonna, no i'm not oh. gonna do that i mean you could yeah but they've just been sitting in a in a long box for about 20 years now there you go yeah so that's four freshmen that's easy living check them out they're great yep i don't have much <laughs> that's okay that's great now this is where the, it just <laughs> drops off the rest in, of the time. podcast will be four minutes it, no how long is your song? Four minutes and 11 seconds. Four minutes and 11 seconds. <laughs> no, but I have stuff to talk about, Lawrence. All right, so the band or the group, our, our uh, soul pop yeah. uh, is Lawrence. What so, you- as I say, you asked me before, have you listened to them? Yeah, and you said you, you knew. And I said, yes, but. There's okay. a big old but there. Yeah. Have I heard them before? Yes. Have I actually like sat down and listened to them? No, not really. Okay, what did you hear? I don't even know. Okay. A bunch of stuff. I know it probably was They come up on TikTok. They come up on Instagram. They come up as different things. Yeah. Um, I like the sound. I like the vibe. I like whatever. For some reason, I just have not Mm -hmm. sat down and listened to them. Hearing this song, though, I'm like, yep, let me get into it. Okay. I don't know. I don't know why. Again, there's been several groups like that that you've brought in or just in general in life that like, I'm like, yeah, I totally know that group. And then I, I hear, and every time I hear something, I like it. And for whatever reason, I just haven't. Mm-hmm. engaged so i want to engage so it's brother sister yep i don't want to say duo because like like it's them they're but, the front but there's persons, you know right there's six other members yeah but they're like the the, the main yeah they're the singers and the uh, gracie prob- lawrence and, and clyde lawrence what and their band is called lawrence that's <laughs> such a crazy coincidence that's amazing yes. um their father is mark lawrence a filmmaker, screenwriter, and director best known for movies such as Miss Congeniality and Music oh. and Lyrics. Oh, so they're Nepo babies? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> actually, you know what's funny? I think I actually just recently saw a thing about that. So, that was like, apparently... Just so you know, Lawrence is Nepo babies. <laughs> yeah. So, apparently, um, Clyde, he, he, he wrote a song for Miss Congeniality, and he was like five. <laughs> so like maybe it's like the 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 miss like i i don't know what song it is but they like just posted about it like a couple days ago is it the one shatner sings i think so i okay. don't know um, it's the fake like miss america like the there she is miss america but it's like their yeah. version of that and that's yes yeah. okay so it's it's that written by a five-year-old that's amazing and i'm like oh my god and their voices are so amazing um deal put me onto this hmm he, he was like, got to check this out. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, 
This is really good. Now, there was a... I'm going to... I need to search for something. Okay. So, this is going to be the, the... This is the, the part of the podcast where Bo gets real quiet because he's Googling. And I'm going to check my phone. Uh, it's not Googling. <laughs> it's like me. I'm trying to find a specific. So, the, the Don't Lose Sight is the most recent um, song. Okay. And there's a quote-unquote acoustic version, okay. which is just... I wouldn't call it. I mean, it's acoustic. It's like less uh, electronic or something. But I would just call it a live version. Okay. So it's down. Yeah, it's live in studio. This is you can find this on. Will it play? This is gonna kill me. So they're like in. So. He's at a grand piano playing, and then she, her, this is just right next to her, right him. And then she she needs to like move over, and she's just like, oh, oh, got it. Step over here. Step can't. Oh, oh, and then we're here. Now just wait, just wait. Listen to it. right here. <laughs> she blows right in the mic. I paused it immediately, and I'm like, oh my god, but it's so good. And then he changes from the grand to don't lose side yeah to a roads and it's a great song I, you ever like listen to something and then you re- like then you think like did i hear this before i heard it mm-hmm. but it's like maybe maybe i'm thinking that because like i've just heard it a bunch yeah um but he 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 composes as well mm-hmm. and then she's an actress um she was in noel like background character of noel oh, okay. it's like a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas movie, but I forget who's in it. Um, anyways, so they're both actors. Okay. Well, they work in the film industry. Uh-huh. So Bill Hader and Anna Kendrick. Ah, uh, there we go. It was on Disney Plus. My first thought was Vince Vaughn, but that's the d- different one. Yes. Jeff Christmas or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. That's not what it's called. And it's and it's not like, oh, like we we like we discovered this. Like these persons are like they've made it. Sure. They're not like top 40 made it mm-hmm. but i think that's because like this isn't pop music this yeah. i mean these are catchy songs but i think there's it's pop music in the broader sense but it's soul it's r&b it's yeah funk. and it's and it's and it's sophisticated yeah like it's really good yeah like the so um this song uh i chose for fans of I sammy say, ray Wolfpack, yes cory wong yes snarky well, puppy in when, a way yes you know when i, I mean? hear like, this i'm like oh this is cory wong yeah. Like this is stuff Corey like Corey Wong could should they yeah. they should or just Vol, like like the Wolf guys in general like too yeah. like this is yeah yeah they were going in some interesting directions the Wolf, the Wolf guys but this song's called the heart heartburn song the heartburn song and the video of it is like they're singing kind of looking like blue well he's kind of looking looking like Blues Brother esque okay he's got the suit and the glasses yeah the okay um. But the rest of the band is eating hot wings, <laughs> and they're just like s- sitting next to them while they're eating whatever food with hot, with sauce. hot sauce. And yeah. like it's just like it's the, a play on words. Yes, because it's like about your oh, heart burning. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of uh, play on words in like all of their their uh-huh. their well, not all of them, but like a lot of them. Yeah, so it's like oh, that is really really cool how cool you said that and stuff. Yeah, yeah the the wordplay is is really really cool. Um, but the reason that I chose this of all, all of them is at the very beginning, um, 
it jumps around. I mean, mm-hmm. well, I'll just play it and then we yeah. can stop it and talk about it. Right here. So it's chopped up. It's yep. like panned all over the place. And I'm like, I know how to do that. Like I could do that. Yeah. Cause all they're doing is they're just playing like each instrument is playing the riff mm-hmm. and then they chop up mm-hmm. like, okay, now at this point, this person's going to play. Yeah. So like they, they set it up the way that they want it. If it wasn't chopped up mm-hmm. and then they chop it up and like, that's how you do that. Yeah. And it's like, I know how to do that. Yeah. You just need to get a bunch of different mm-hmm. layers of, of different kind of sounds to get it to yeah. jump around. It's, it's Hockett like. Hockett? Do you know Hockett? I don't know. Hockett is where multiple instruments split the melody. Yeah. Right? I mean, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. So it's like that in a way. It's it's the it's the modern digital technology version, the Pro Tools version of a yeah. Hockett in a way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's a really cool Hockett in, is it Bragging and Brass by Duke Ellington? I don't where know. Where the trombones play this melody. It goes, beat up, but up, but up, but up, but up, beat up, but up, but up, but up, up. Like, that's the melody. Yeah. But it's split between the third, all three parts. So it's like, you do the B and I do the bop. It's, it's really cool. But anyway. Bass drums do that all the time. <laughs> it's true. Because <laughs> you can only play one, one note. Anyways, I'm going to restart it again. talk box riff on there it's just so cool and that's even like before like you get to their voices which are amazing yeah. and his voice kind of reminds me of um the guy who did your got a friend in me randy newman yeah randy newman. you can hear that kind of sort of Randy newman i told you not to play with that fire the one thing I'm curious about with listening in these headphones, yeah. I'll, I'll let you know if it, because I listen to my car, yeah. which has good speakers and whatever, but every now and then there's like something like a little lacking. So yeah. I'm wondering if it's just on the recording or if it was just in my car. Gotcha. Yep. I need more low end. Yeah. I want the bass to be punchier. Right. right yeah. That's my only gripe with this song. I agree. Is the mix. I just want a little more bass in the mix. I want a little more low end. So Stevie Wonder vibes too. Obviously oh, yeah. like the clavinet and stuff, but even here, more bass would be. Yeah. Oh, and also um, Huey Lewis. Oh, yeah. That certain era of Huey Lewis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bit, yeah. Again, if like, it was funky. Well, no, just the voice. Oh, sure, sure, sure. I have one more, one more gripe. Slight, slight, not gripe. Just one more. I wish this was. Yeah. It's gonna be alright. 
Do you like the electronic drums at this point? I don't know if I paid attention to that before. It's all right. Like the Barry Saxon wah guitar or whatever duet. And there's like little things happening all over. I do like the very prevalent Barry Sachs throughout. Or two is that talk box or is it like digitally manipulated? It's probably talk box. It sounds like it. I like to that was I mentioned earlier in the intro they used it then he does like a little riff over it. Oh this part. I need somebody this ending like just keep vamping this. I need somebody like playing a solo or something over it. More. You gotta leave something for the live. I guess. Like they're kinda all doomed but I need a yeah. You, you need like something to like this is the melody yeah not even just the melody but just like somebody literally do like a sax player trumpet player yeah playing an improvised solo over this does it fade out <laughs> because, cowards be, no be, this is a this is a fade out tune because like in the live you would the the sax player steps up somebody's playing a, a solo over this and you're just kind of vamping and whatever it's gonna be all right uh, yeah, probably do like th- a, there's going to be a live a Corey element Wong on the one. Pop, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah, man. I gotta. I don't know why I haven't engaged with them sooner. I gotta. I gotta dig in. They got a few albums out now. I think uh, a lot of singles. Okay, not really. Is this like the album? Uh probably. But like, it's 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 older. Like, don't lose sight. Is there? This their, is from Living Room, right? Uh, 2018. Harper and Song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have this album saved. Because mm-hmm. I think I heard something from them and was like, yep, I'll come back to this, and then haven't. Um, yeah, Living Room came out in 2018, and they have like two live albums. Well, yeah, kind of two live albums. Okay. And then Hotel, Hotel TV. Hotel TV came out last year. But they... Or two years ago, sorry. They have been... Like, everything has a video, which is really, really cool. And uh-huh. they're good, a great production as well. Yeah. But also because of what would what, you call them? Uh, ne- Neppy babies, Nepo babies, Nepo babies. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and in the like, they're they the best Nepo babies, by the way, are the ones you don't know. Oh, interesting. Their first album is just under Clyde Lawrence, 2013. Maybe their first. I don't know if it's their first. Was it Homesick? It's an older one. It's called Homesick. Yeah, it's neat. it just has his name on it. Gotcha. Interesting. Like I think a lot of like uh, the weather is really cool. Freckles is really cool. Um. And it's not necessarily like just him. Uh-huh. Some sometimes it's like, oh, this is this is a, a Clyde song, and sometimes it's a Gracie song. Yeah, so. yeah, that's typical with with groups that are. Oh, they did the. They did the whole soundtrack for Noel as well. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, music by Clyde Lawrence and Cody Fitzgerald. Interesting. Yep. So, if you like funk, if you like R and B, if you like soul, yeah, check out Lawrence. Track one on the live album, part one. Harper and song live in NYC. Oh, <laughs> we'll listen to it off. Cool. All right.
right thanks for listening uh go check out the discord where we answer your questions and there's also a discord exclusive podcast which is is you guys suggest the songs and we react to them live reactions with two two i don't know double blind double two tunes it's one tune that you suggest to us (laughs) go to the discord find out join the conversation go down a rabbit hole with all your friends (laughs) All right, we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.